0: you are listening to dr p's daily time machine episode 47 weekend hello and welcome back to the time machine today we will take a little vacation with a show that was broadcast in 1961 called macabre this horror and suspense radio show although only a few episodes survive today are all excellently acted and produced with wonderfully told and often terrifying stories. In this episode, we'll be traveling to a remote island where a group of students have been invited for a getaway by their mentor, Dr. Tautano. On the surface, it seems like a wonderful opportunity to relax and enjoy some tennis and swimming. But as the students soon discover, there is more to this island than meets the eye. Join us as we travel back 61 years and experience the thrills and chills of Macabre's Weekend. Man
1: lives in a world of time and space. He lives in a spectrum of the universe. When he ventures beyond this limit, he is in the unknown, a realm where strange forces are brought into play. When When man man attempts to misuse these forces, he is sometimes destroyed. This is Macabre. The Far East Network presents, in special performance, Macabre. Tonight's story, Weekend. I can hardly stand to think about it. Such a horrible nightmare. Keep telling myself, maybe it'll help to talk. Try to remember. Put the pieces back together again. But the horror and the terror will never go away. The dead cannot come back. It all began, I, I believe, about two weeks ago, the night of the medical student's graduation party held at the home of my fiance, Gloria Dubonnet. Ray Stapleton, John Tyler, Gloria, and I were the honor guests. Also, our instructor, the well-known experimental scientist, Dr. Peter Tortano. Tortano and I didn't exactly get along. He suspected I knew too much about the Gaylord case which connected him with experiments on a hidden island. Also, his unusual interest in Gloria was apparent to me, if to no one else, and formed a further basis for a strong mutual dislike. Tortano didn't think that I qualified as a medical student, but he had to admit I'd passed the exam, so here I was. The party was in full swing when I arrived. Everyone was glad to see me, except Tortano.
2: Hi. All right, Chef, what held you up? No party at all without the three of us together, eh, John? Gosh, no. Hi, Dick boy. We thought you weren't coming. Got to have the old team together before the fun starts. Righto. Look, you chaps, come closer. I have a bit of news to tell you. Say, Ray, you sure got the biggest ears in the lot. If there's any news flying around, you're the first to hear it. Shoot. What is it, Ray? It's like this. Tortano's about to spring a surprise on us. Ha, <laughs> ha, Killing. You know how tight-fisted the old goat is. Well, he wants to do something for his prize
1: grabs. Nothing extravagant. Just a weekend at his place or something like that. What place? I don't know exactly. couldn't be his small room for university, so it must be his other place. the one on the island?
2: Yes, yes, I, I suppose you're right. The, the island? Gosh, do you really think he'll take us out there? I don't know of anyone who's ever seen it. Now, don't let on. I told you about it. Wow, Tortano's Island Retreat. They say no one else has ever been on the island, and that he spends his weekends out there all alone. Doing what, I wonder? Oh, I don't know. If he's working on something, why go way out there? Why not at the university? Fellas, there's something about that island
1: you should know. Oh, uh, steady, Dick. Here comes that lovely thing you're engaged to. Oh, hi, Gloria. Hi.
3: What took you so long, Dick? I was afraid you weren't coming.
1: You are, would, Gloria?
3: Don't talk. Just dance with me. Mmm. It's nice to be in your arms again, sir. Yeah. Uh, where's your mother? In the kitchen fixing refreshments. <laughs> Dr. Tortano's
1: helping.
2: Oh. Hey, hey Dick. Aren't you drinking? Huh? Oh,
1: sure. What you got, John? You can name it. Mm, scotch and soda?
2: <laughs> Boy, are you expensive. Okay, coming
1: up. <laughs> Gloria. Yeah? Gloria. Uh, what is it, darling? I don't know how to say it. I still have my internship, and uh, there won't be much money. Don't
3: talk. Just dance. we will be married as soon as you like.
1: <laughs> Darling. I love you so much. <sighs> I say, break it up, you two. You'd think you were the only ones at this party. If you don't mind, I'm cutting in. Oh,
3: <laughs> Ray. Take
1: your hands off this charming wench, Richard. She's mine for a spell. And thanks for the loaner, fellow. <laughs> All right, Ray. But uh, only for one dance.
2: Uh, the lady is reserved. <laughs> Boy, does he expect service. Not only fix his drink, but got to bring it to him. Thanks, John. Uh, And just in time, here comes Tortano
4: out of the kitchen. I think he's ready to talk.
1: Yeah, looks as if he's had a few,
2: too.
4: My friends, my friends may have it quiet for a few moments. I'd like to make an announcement. I'll give you a proper introduction, doctor. (coughs) Now,
1: ladies and gentlemen, I give you a man whose reputation as a doctor of medicine and experimental scientist has astounded the medical profession. Our faithful instructor these past four
4: years, the man of the hour, Dr.
1: Peter Tortone. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
4: thank you, thank you, my friends. It has been a most difficult year for all of us. Yes. Yes. We have worked hard and accomplished much. Yes. Yes. Now I think it is time to propose a little holiday. <laughs> yeah. So I am inviting you as my house guests for the weekend. Yay! There's plenty of room, ten bedrooms, ten baths, three stories, plenty of space for everyone. Wait a minute. Where is this place? What's the matter, Crane? What are you suspicious of? Where is your place, Doctor? Thirty miles from here. There's a swimming pool, a tennis court, golf course. Where is it? Oh,
3: Dick, please quite, don't be rude.
4: Quite all right, my dear. He has a right to know, and uh, it's on an island... Twenty miles off the coast, an island, ideal for relaxation. I assure you, every detail for your comfort has been attended to. I'll bet it has. Well, you can count me out after four years of hell with you. You'll never make up for it. One weekend,
3: please, Dick. Goodbye. I'm so sorry, Doctor Tortano. Dick's been studying too hard. He didn't mean what he said.
4: Of course not. Of course not. He'll change his mind. The boat leaves at four tomorrow afternoon. I know he won't want to miss our last party together.
1: I knew Tortano better than the others. This was no idle plan. Tortano never wasted time in relaxation. He often said, you have to make every minute count if you want to achieve success. I finally went to my room and sleep. Hello?
2: Dick? What the hell's wrong? You still in bed?
1: Uh, uh, what's the time? Noon, Friday. You'd better get moving. Oh. Don't forget the tennis rackets. I told you I'm not. One sense, old chap. We've all decided it'll be loads of fun. Just what the doctor ordered. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, Gloria. Gloria? Uh, yes, yeah, she's going along. She'll, she's right here. Put in her case on. Uh, yes, yeah, sure. Cheerio,
2: old man.
3: Hi, darling. We're going to have a glorious weekend.
1: Gloria, you listen to me.
3: Oh, Dick, we need some fun together. Now, if you're going to be an old killjoy, I'll just hate you.
1: Gloria, Tortano is no generous soul. If he invited us out there, he's got a damn good reason. Oh,
3: please say yes, darling. Ray and John want to go, and if we accept, that will make five, and Dr. Tortano's manservant wants us to make six. What can possibly happen with six of us there? But
2: I...
1: I can see your mind's made up.
3: Oh, then you'll go. Oh, Dick, that's great. I didn't say I'd oh, go. Oh, I... don't be stuffy.
1: Well, all right. If your heart's set on it.
3: Oh, you won't be sorry. Bye, darling. See you dockside.
1: Yeah, see you dockside. Mm. Tortano stood in the bow of the boat like some self-satisfied pied piper. Rain clouds were gathering for a squall as the motor launch strained through billowing waves toward an island looming on the horizon. It was growing dark. A faint light flickered among giant trees taking form in the distance. We landed about six. It was pitch black. But I could tell by the flashlights that we were surrounded by massive oak trees laden with Spanish moss. We followed Tortano down a gravel path toward a large brick structure taking shape in the gloom. The storm broke as we reached the veranda. Tortano led us into a stately parlor where Wattis, the West Indian manservant, began to stack our luggage neatly in a corner. Wattis was a short, weather-beaten little man who never removed the black Quaker hat from his head. He kept glancing back as if he suspected something were creeping up behind him.
4: Well, here we are, all safe and sound. Bedrooms are on the second floor. I suggest you freshen up and meet in the banquet hall promptly
1: at eight for supper. Even though we had just arrived, a feeling of uneasiness began to reach the others. There were ten bedrooms, divided evenly by a hall running the length of the building. I selected one across the hall from Gloria. I just shut the door when someone knocked. Uh, Dick, may I come in? Oh, uh, yes, Ray. Here's your grip, old man. Want us to throw them all upstairs. Mind if I join you? No, I don't. Yeah. Alice fit for a king. Looks like one of those plantations you see in the flicks. Let this cost the old boy a pretty penny. You know, I've been wondering, Dick, where Tortano got the money to buy this place. I believe he inherited something from his father. Since he didn't make it himself. Might have. He's a capable man, Ray. He's a doctor, an experimental scientist. Enough money in that, I suppose. Well, uh, ever since the Gaylord oh, case... I, they never proved anything. Tortano didn't do that. Well, there was no reason for her to die. Even I could have saved her. Dick, don't hold something that may not be true against anyone. I'm not. It's just a suspicion. Tortano knows you suspect him. I don't give a damn oh, what he... Oh, very well. So you dislike each other. Uh, forget it. Let's get ready for supper, Ray. Meet you downstairs. Right, Hel. If it's any consolation, I'm with you on one thing, though. What's that? This weekend out here. Yeah?
2: Can't put my finger on it. But I don't think it was planned for fun.
4: My friends, I'd like to make a little speech. (laughs) Excuse me. I am not much with words. Just a grumpy little man of medicine. Uh, Uh, But I always mean well. Now it's been a long and tedious course these past four years. It isn't easy to become a doctor, and the hard part is yet to come for the graduates, that of internship, where you learn to weigh the actual values, where one slip of the scalpel can mean death or a hideous malfunction of the body or the mind. I welcome you to my island estate. You deserve a rest. So make merry and cast the cares of the world aside. Now to bed, children, to bed. Tomorrow will be a day of tennis, swimming, and fun-making. This will be a weekend you'll remember for the rest of your lives.
1: sleepy?
3: No. Come in.
1: <laughs> my bedroom is across the hall. Just wanted to say good night.
3: Please do.
1: Gloria. Darling, I love you so much. Let's be married right away.
3: <laughs> Dick, you're so impetuous. <laughs> but I accept.
1: <laughs> good. Are you comfortable here?
3: Oh, my, yes. Private bath and all.
1: So you have a telephone, too. All the bedrooms must have them. Well, better leave and let you get some rest. Uh lock your door when I leave.
3: All right. Thanks for dropping in.
1: Good night, Gloria. Dick? Yes?
3: Lock your door, too.
1: Oh, come now. This is a weekend of fun and relaxation, remember?
3: Oh, don't laugh at me, Dick. I'm really just playing it safe.
1: Oh, sure. Good night, darling.
3: Good night, Dick. And please, lock it.
1: I don't know how long I'd been asleep. It must have been several hours. Something had brushed against my bedroom door. The sound made me sit straight up in bed. Then I heard something else. I thought someone was in trouble. Who's out there? Whatever it was, it stopped outside my bedroom door. I turned on the lamp, jumped out of bed, and bolted toward the door. The hall was empty. No sign of anything or anyone. Was it possible I imagined this? When I turned to close my door, I saw it. A dark form bobbing in a doorway at the end of the hall.
2: I say, Dick, is that you?
1: It was Ray Stapleton.
2: Strange sound I just heard my word, Dick. Did you hear it too? Hey, hey, you guys. What's going on around here?
4: Who was strangled? Wow, what a
2: gagging cough. What's the matter? Is anything wrong?
4: Gentlemen, gentlemen. What's the commotion about? You're disturbing the entire household. Now, hold on, Doctor. We were just trying to find out who was doing all that coughing here in the hall a moment ago. Coughing? Nonsense. Must be your imaginations. You're all here, and you look mighty well to me. Wait a minute. Where's Wantus? He's missing. He could be the one. Wantus is standing directly behind you, John.
2: Is there trouble, Master?
4: No, Wantus. Nothing at all. Now go back to your bedroom and remain there the rest of the night. Do you understand?
2: Back to bedroom?
4: Yes, immediately.
2: I, master, want us not come out again. Good night, master. But Dr.
4: Tortano, the coughing... Strictly imagination, I tell you. But I heard it, doctor, and so did the others. There's no one else in this island. So just who do you think it might be? Yes. I see what you mean. Imagination is a powerful thing. So much so that under certain conditions, strong stimuli can compel you to think you have actually experienced something that didn't happen at all. Remember, this is the 20th century. We're not in the dark ages. No skeletons in the closet or secret wall panels. Return to your rooms, please. Good night, children.
1: I didn't sleep the rest of that night and certainly others didn't either. They were losing their enthusiasm for the weekend. The next morning, after breakfast, I went for a walk on the beach with Gloria. It wasn't long before Ray and John caught
3: well up done, with Dick. us. Dick. I want to talk to you.
2: Hi, fellas. You sleep well?
3: Don't
2: rub it in, Dick. Gosh, no. We know you didn't want to come in the first place. That's what we want to talk about. You'd like to give up and go home today.
1: Is that what you mean? Yes, and all you're making it devilishly difficult. Now, I I think we might still salvage a sporting tournament here.
2: After all, nothing's really happened. But there's been dissension at this party ever since it started. And now there's a feeling of unpleasantness.
3: We can't leave the island. Wantus took the boat back to the mainland this morning for emergency repairs. And he won't be back until tomorrow. He did. Wantus has the only boat. There's no other way back to shore.
2: So we just have to make the best of it. Dick, I'm with you. I don't think I like old Tortano. Fine kettle of fish. The island's the kettle and we are the fish? And Tortano's the
1: fisherman. Break it up. Let's go back to the house. I have a hunch. I think we'll soon know what this is all about. Tortano spent the day rechecking his notes and shaking his head. I didn't think him capable of feeling alarmed, but his composure was rapidly leading him. We swam a little, played some tennis. By evening, a cloud burst made a valiant attempt to wash the little island out to sea. After supper, a worried Tortano summoned us to the library. As we gathered, he stood up with an air of uncertainty
4: and started to speak. I wish I could charm you with a graceful speech and make you laugh when I grow tired of talking. But I haven't been altogether honest with any of you. I brought you here on the pretext of having a wonderful weekend. That was only partly true. All right, doctor. Tell us the truth. You would better listen to me. There may not be much more time. Last night at supper, I gave you all a powerful stimulant. I tried to magnify your powers of imagination to the point where fantasy could be made reality by varying the dosages given each of you. The one coming closest to fulfilling the experiment would give me the correct formula balance. An overdose affects the respiratory system in such a way that the victim has periods of convulsive coughing of which he is completely unaware. 24 hours after the onset of coughing, the victim goes mad. And if my notes are correct... God forgive me, I didn't mean to go this far. Yes, doctor. If my notes are correct, the victim may become physically anything he might imagine. The coughing started last night. I can't decide at the moment who may have gotten the overdose. I am also suspect, as I too took the drug, there are no guns on the island, no telephone or radio transmitter, and no way to get back to the mainland tonight. So we'll have to remain here. Go singly to your rooms. Bolt yourselves in. Don't open the doors for anyone. Your lives will depend on it. I'm afraid, my children, that before morning, we may have a madman among us.
1: locked ourselves in our bedrooms and waited. The others agreed with me. Tortano was insane to invent such a fantastic story. He was the one we should be protected from. We were completely at his mercy. Our only chance was to humor him until Wattis returned with the boat and escaped to the mainland. I must have fallen asleep. The storm had subsided to a whisper. Something had awakened me. What it was, I don't know. I lay there in the dark, scarcely breathing, waiting... There was no sound of any kind. Could I have imagined it? Maybe I should get up and look. Perhaps something was waiting for me to go back to sleep before attacking. But what? Nothing could have come into my room. And yet, somehow, I I felt the presence of something out in the hall. was just some sound, some clue as to what it might be. All I could do was lie here and wait for an unknown thing to happen at any moment. I waited and listened. I knew it was out there. Then, <laughs> there it was. My God, I trying to scratch open my bedroom door. I reached for a bronze poker on the night table, got out of bed, and tiptoed to the door. It was on the other side. I could hear breathing. Don't open the door, I told myself. It's just outside waiting for me to do that. Even with a poker, I might be no match. Then it occurred to me that it wouldn't be waiting unless it knew a way into my bedroom. Of course, it was
2: coming in to get me.
1: What about Gloria across the hall? Had it already been there, I decided to act. You, out there, I'm opening this door. If you're still there, I'll kill you. Lights are out. Pitch black. Something padded off on four feet. God, it smells like a, a cat. It's so dark, I can't see my hand before my face. i got to get across the hall to Gloria. Judging by the way it bounded off, it must be at least 15 feet away. Probably in a flashlight. can't see a thing. Easy does it now. Keep the poker swinging in a circle. That should keep it from creeping up on me. Here's Gloria's door. Gloria, open your door. Is that you, Dick? For God's sake, yes, hurry. Uh, Are you all right, darling?
3: I think so. What's the matter, Dick?
1: The thing. It's right across the hall. The thing? Yes, whatever it is, it's after us. I was afraid it might have tried to get you. Quick, your phone, where is it? Right by the bed. What are you doing? All the others. The one who doesn't answer is out there. Some creature. Set more light, will you? Oh, yes. Really, now. It's the middle of the night. Ray, something's wrong. You okay? Yes, I'm quite all right. Good. Meet me in the library in five minutes. Ray's not the one. Try John next. Maybe. Hello? John, you all right?
2: Oh, hi, Dick. Sure, why?
1: Can't talk now. Meet me in the library in five minutes. Mm. Pretty well cinches it. Has to be Tortano. He's the only one left. If he doesn't answer, we'll know. Who can it be? They're all accounted for. Who
4: the devil is this?
1: Dick Crane, Doctor. Meet me in the library in five minutes.
4: Are you crazy? Stay in your room and keep the door locked.
1: There's something fishy, and I'm going to find out who's behind it. Now, you be there. If any harm comes to my friends, I'll
2: kill you.
4: (laughs) We're not safe to get in the library. And I don't believe a word of your wild story. It's true. One of you tried to scratch open my door.
1: You imagined it, Dick. Here we all are, as chipper
2: as ever. Pretty obvious whatever was supposed to happen hasn't yet. It happened to someone. Impossible.
4: We're all still sane. There's no one else on the island. This took place in your mind, Dick. Now let's all go back to our rooms and try to get through the night. Uh, I'm wasting my time with you. All right, I'll stay with Gloria and Protector. But you'd better lock your doors because
1: someone is going to try them. Say, Dick is certainly overwrought. He couldn't
4: have been right, though, since we're all so healthy. Dangerous situation, now, standing here together. Let's return to our rooms. Well, maybe nothing will happen. It could start momentarily. I strongly advise separating immediately. Wait. Hold out your hands. What? I just remembered. It's been 24 hours. There is a certain symptom at this time. The victim's fingernails will have a bluish tinge. We can tell who it is. Quick, look at your hands. Hold them out. What do you see? Here are mine, Doctor. Uh, normal. Uh,
2: are, are mine okay?
4: Hmm. Yes, yes.
2: What about
4: yours, doctor? Take a close look.
2: I'd say they're all right. That means. Good Lord, it's Dick or Gloria. They've gone to Gloria's room together. We've not a moment to lose.
4: Come quickly with me. <laughs>
1: In the bathroom, shaving, beyond the bed. Oh,
3: hurry, dear. I don't like being left alone.
1: We're locked in together.
3: No one can bother us now. Oh, Dick, you sound so strange. Please come out of that bathroom. Dick?
1: Oh! Dick?
3: Is anything the matter? Dick! <laughs>
1: was gloria don't look ray i tried to stop her no No, that couldn't be gloria not our beautiful gloria whatever it is it's in peace at last so is tortano
2: throat clawed out as if by a lion
0: Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to rate and subscribe. As always, you can contact me with any comments or questions at host at com And have a happy holidays.